live at the granddaddy of the mall, the site of a holiday tradition that has brightened the new year for over a century. And on a gorgeous, sunny Southern California afternoon, we welcome you to the Rose Bowl game. To the Rose Bowl game, ladies and gentlemen, our Utah Utes are headed to the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Yes, we will be in Pasadena, California after not only whooping Oregon once during the regular season, but now twice in the Pac-12 championship game down in Las Vegas, Nevada. I was there. It was glorious. And let me tell you, the Utes are ready for Ohio State. That is all I need to say about this game right now. We will get into this much, much more in future episodes, but I could not start this episode without giving a shout out to the Ute boys. Boy, are they fun to watch. Let me tell you, I think that they are one of the best teams in the country right now. And it is really disappointing that they're not allowing even the top eight into the playoffs because I think that we would be up there with the best of them. So go Utes. And here we are. Welcome back to Talking Football and another episode of Gamblers Anonymous. I am riding solo today as Dan is busy doing the final days of the semester for his work. And you want to know what? Go teach those kids all the good stuff that they need to learn, Dan. I got us handled here today. So this is how this is going to start. We only have one college football game after going 10 college games last week. And no NFL. We're going to do one college football and about nine NFL games. And then we will make the parlays. Uh, Special shout out to Dan Barnes, who very much appreciative of him jumping in for me last week as I was unable to join. Uh, The Dan guys did a fantastic job. As they mentioned before, they used to do a podcast for Coast to Coast Steps, Coast to Coast Scouting. And you could tell it was like riding a bicycle. Those two were back together and it was fantastic to listen to. So last episode, very well done from our standpoint of betting. We uh, end up going four and one again in a five game parlay. I swear, I promise you we're going to start hitting these five for five. That is that makes it four weeks in a row that we've gone four and one in our parlays. Um, <clears throat> it's brutal. But overall, I went seven and three and Dan went six and four. So continuing to just have winning records week in and week out and winning money. That's what it comes down to. Um, like I mentioned, I was in Vegas for the Pac-12 championship game. We'll be there for the Rose Bowl. Um, made a lot of parlays. And I won a few, lost a few. Uh, the big one that was an $1,800 payout, USC, you are dead to me. I was one game away, and of course it was the 9 p.m. Mountain Time game. Uh, 11 p.m. Eastern game. It was very hard to stay up after a long weekend in Vegas. Um, <clears throat> I just needed them to cover four and a half, and I had an $1,800 payout, and they lose by 10. They go into the red zone multiple times, walk away with zero points multiple times. It was it was one of the harder games to watch, knowing that I was so close to that one. So brutal. USC, you can join the Los Angeles Chargers in the you're dead to me the rest of the season um, at this point. So enjoy that. And then we'll go from there. So let's just dive right into it. 
like I mentioned, only one college football game this season or the season. No, there's a lot more than one this season. I mean, this weekend. And that is a fantastic game that we all love to watch. And that is the Army versus Navy game. It is going to be fun. It is always fun to watch. It's kind of on, you know, on the show for everybody to watch because it's the only game going on, which is makes it even that much better. And both Dan and I are taking Army at minus seven. So plain and simple there. We're not even going to argue this. Army is just such a better team. Navy is very, very down this year. Um, and Army honestly looks pretty good. I mean, Army has had some battles with some teams. They've slowed some teams down. Um, they've slowed teams down like Cincinnati and, and other teams. So, yeah, both of us, we're taking Army. Plain and simple there. <laughs> So we will move straight into the NFL games. That Army game will be part of one of our uh, main slate parlay. And then we will go from there. So NFL, Tennessee Titans, minus nine and a half versus my Jacksonville Jaguars. I am taking Tennessee at nine and a half. Uh, Jaguars are a shit show right now. Urban Meyer is proving that he is just a donkey and does not know what he's doing in the NFL. And he is not playing James Robinson after he fumbles it and doing this Pop Warner punishment type bullshit. And but then all of a sudden, Carlos Hyde fumbles it and he doesn't get the same treatment. It's awful. Like get the best players on the field. Your team sucks already. Why on earth would you do that? I just want him out of Jacksonville in the worst of ways. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. But with all that being said. Give me the Titans coming off of a bye at minus nine and a half. I know it's a lot, and they're not going to have A.J. Brown, which is a little worrisome, to be honest. But the Jags just look like they don't know what they're doing at this point. So I got to take Jacksonville, or I mean, I got to take Tennessee at minus nine and a half. To stick with that game, Dan is actually going to take the over on 44 points. My only thought here is Dan is, <coughs> excuse me, is truly believing that Tennessee is probably putting up. 35 <laughs> and it's like okay 10 the Jags will put up 10 so that's my only thought here um so again one game I'm taking Titans at minus nine and a half Dan is taking the over on 44 um here is a game that we are both agree on we're both taking minus three of Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Buffalo Bills uh I'm going to just throw out that Monday night game out the window it does not matter the crazy weather and everything was just the way it was. Um, I just think that with white out for Buffalo, I believe that Tampa Bay is going to be able to attack that passing, um, that passing defense. So, and I'm sure that Dan is probably thinking the same thing. So we were both taking Tampa Bay at minus three against the Buffalo bills. Next games. I'm taking the over 51 and a half in the Los Angeles Rams and Arizona Cardinals game. I think this is a shootout. This is the game that I'm going to be focused on. It's probably going to be pretty chalky, but in DFS, I will be focusing in on this game on a couple of my lineups. So give me the over there because we love the overs. Dan going with the Bengals at minus one against the San Francisco 49ers after the Bengals just decided not to show up in the first quarter of that game against the Chargers. They thought that they were good enough that they could beat the team only playing three quarters. Well, you were not, but they did recover nicely and tried to make this a game before the Joe Mixon fumble that was returned about 45 yards to the house. 
the only concern I have on this game, and the, there's only one, and that is the pinky injury of Joe Burrow. That is the only reason I'm worried about this game, and actually the only reason that I chose not to put it into our five-game parlay. If, not, if it wasn't for the in- pinky injury, I would easily ha- have chosen this game and probably chosen them to be in our parlay. But I'm going to stay away from that, so a little sneak peek for you guys on that one. Next games, the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to stick with that game. They are plus three at Arizona. I think that the Rams win this game. I don't see the Cardinals sweeping the NFC West. I just don't. I I can't see it, how it can be done. Uh, I think the Rams, even though it was the Jags last week, I think they're going to have confidence off of that. And yes, so give me the Rams at plus three against the Arizona Cardinals. Dan is going another plus three, and he's going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers plus three at Minnesota. This is an interesting one. I looked at this game, and it was just, it was too dicey for me to take. I can see why Dan took it, and I can respect it. I just did not have the balls to take it. That is what it came down to. Dan does. He's mentioned this before in the podcast. When he took the Lions to cover in a couple of games, you know, he's like, hey, I did the thing that you were too scared to do. This is a prime example of that as well. So good on you, Dan. Pittsburgh Steelers plus three at Minnesota. It's been a while. I've only done one over so far. I'm going to do another one. So over Atlanta at Carolina, 42 and a half. Seems too low. I believe Atlanta gets things going a little bit. Gets you know they're able to put up twenty one points. I believe Carolina is able to put up twenty four. It's actually what I think this final score is going to be is about twenty four twenty one, which would obviously put that as an over, just barely, but it does put it over. So give me the over in Atlanta and Carolina. And guess what? Dan also agrees. He is taking the over on Atlanta at Carolina. So we might as well just put that in our parlay. So next games, I'm going in over again, and I'm taking the over on Dallas at Washington, and that is at 48 right now. Give me a shootout in the NFC East on two teams that know that they're both alive at winning the division. Obviously, the Cowboys are leading the division, and Washington, I believe, is two games back, but they control their own destiny because they still play Dallas twice, and they still play the Eagles twice. So 48, give me the over, NFC East shootout. Love it. Okay, next one, the over in Baltimore at Cleveland for Dan. I love this. We were pounding the table for the under last time they played, and guess what? We were right. This time, let's do exact opposite and have that go over. Love, love this over right here. So give me that one all day. I'm going to now back over to my bet. I'm going to stick with that Baltimore-Cleveland game, and I'm actually going to take Baltimore at plus two and a half at Cleveland. It's just a matter of time before Baltimore starts rolling again. They they were earlier in the year offensively. They've kind of taken a step back, and I believe that has to do with, with Lamar missing so much practices, and obviously they've had a lot of injuries. They're trying to recover and everything, but I think they are be, they will be able to recover here. And Cleveland, I mean, they still have beat-up guys on the offensive side. Um, one thing that does make me worried is Humphrey is out for the season for Baltimore. Just another hit to that Baltimore team that I think actually makes it so they can't win the Super Bowl this year. I think that's the last straw, but I still believe they are able to beat teams like Cleveland who 
are also banged up on offensively and <clears throat> honestly don't have the dynamic wide receivers that other teams do. I do love Donovan Peoples-Jones for the record. I do like him and he is a great athlete. Um, but I believe that Baltimore is going to be able to cover him without Humphrey. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Las Vegas Raiders plus nine and a half against Kansas City. And that is what Dan is taking. Uh, I can see this. Uh, Kansas City is playing close games. I know they, they just tore Vegas up a couple of weeks ago. That is the game that Mahomes went nuclear. Um, I think Vegas might be ready for this one, though. I think that this is going to be a close game. I still think Kansas City wins, and I'm sure Dan does as well. But basically having to win by 10, that's, I mean, that's not what Kansas City has been doing a lot this year. Um, when they've been winning, it's been one score game. So uh, I actually really, really like this game at plus nine and a half for Las Vegas. Uh, I'm out now going to take an under here. I'm going to take the under 44 for the New York Giants. At, sorry, not at New York Giants versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Um and this is strictly because I don't know who's playing wide receiver for the Chargers. Uh, Keenan Allen on the COVID list. Mike Williams just got put on the close contact COVID list. So we'll see there. Um, Giants, they're not going to have Daniel Jones. Um, it's going to actually, I think it's going to be Jake Fromm that's going to be starting here. So I just see this being kind of a defensive battle. It's kind of what I see. Um Parham, that is who you want in DFS for the for the char, uh, for the Chargers, especially assuming that Williams and Allen continue to be out. They they both have a chance to play, so we'll see there. But uh, love Parham if if those guys are out, he's going to be fantastic and cheap in DFS. So an under there, uh, understanding it is risky there because those guys could play and then everything changes if they do and that is why i actually didn't put it on my parlay or our parlays at all because i I understand it's risky and then moving on to dan's pick we have the saints at minus five at the jets dunk love it love this so much i wish i put this one on my list but i wasn't going to change it once i saw dan's picks i'm going to respect that and just say yep Good on you, Dan. You, you, you caught one. You caught one on me, and I love it. So Saints minus five at the Jets. Moving on, my last game of our pickums. I have a Monday night game. I am taking Green Bay at minus 11.5 versus the Bears. Justin Fields coming back. It's one of those weird things that you just don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing um, against a team like the Packers. I think overall, obviously, it's good, but the Packers – I think that they're going to be able to attack a rookie quarterback that, and maybe cause a few struggles that maybe even Andy Dalton, you know, has seen before. And so he wouldn't struggle as much. So give me the 11 and a half at green Bay. And then moving back over to Dan for his last pick, moving back to that NFC East matchup that I mentioned with Dallas and Washington, Dan is going to take the Cowboys at minus three and a half at the Washington football team. Rival games, they're they're tricky. They are very tricky, but Dallas is clearly the better team here. So I expect them to win. It's that half a point that makes me nervous. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I'd love it to be three. Um, so then we could just know that a three-point win, win would get the Dallas Cowboys that win there. Uh, but I still like it. So that is our picks for the day. Now let's move on to our parlays. We'll start off with the overs, all overs parlay. Like I mentioned, 
Atlanta at Carolina, we both took. So we're taking that one. Uh, 51 and a half for the Rams and Arizona Cardinals. Taking that one. I love that one. Uh, I also mentioned how I really like the Baltimore-Cleveland one that Dan took. So I've added that one in there. So over on the Baltimore-Cleveland game. And then we're going to take the over on Dallas and Washington at 48 on that one. And then we are going to take the over 44 with the Jags and the Titans game. Those are our overs that we are taking. Luckily for us, we only had basically five overs that we chose for the week. So it was pretty easy to pick and choose those ones as we were moving forward. Now on to our main slate five team parlay game. Um, we're going to take Tampa Bay at minus three against Buffalo as we both took them. We're going to take Army game at minus seven versus Navy as we both took them. I mentioned how I love that the Saints minus five at the Jets from Dan had to add that one in there. I love that Cleveland or the Green Bay minus 11 and a half versus the Bears one there. And then that leaves us with one last one. Understanding that it is a little risky here, but I, we, Dan and I both love having an underdog in our parlay, at least one of them. So we are, uh, so I'm going to add the Baltimore Ravens at plus two and a half at the Cleveland Browns. So that is our parlays for the week. Looking forward to next week because next week we're probably going to dive a ton into the bowl games and just go from there. It's bowl game betting is fantastic. It is so much fun because, like Dan mentioned, I think last episode, it's amazing to turn on a game at like noon on a Wednesday and there's just college football going on. It's awesome. Love to see it. Love everything about it. Um, and that does it for us. Obviously a quick and easy episode this week with it only being me. So probably only, I think this maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes here, but, uh, we appreciate you all guys. And we'll have another episode with me and Austin here shortly coming in for our typical, uh, NFL slate previews, which I'm super excited for. And that does it for us. Go Utes. We'll see you all at the Rose Bowl. And tonight I've been talking football.